0: Welcome to the Robot Dice Explosion Podcast. I'm Ben. I'm Ollie, And I'm Paul. And today, in an attempt to actually not be a Bushido podcast... We're, we're talking possibly, about something else. We're going to talk about something else. Uh, the topic's going to be Arena Rex, but I guess first Paul should probably uh, introduce himself in a little bit more detail. Right. Um, well, I've
1: been into the hobby since probably I was about 12 years old when I first got my first white dwarf. Yep. Um, so that's about sounds 28... Fam- sounds familiar. Yeah, about 28... Years? Go on, Bennett. Fails yep, old. old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty much a zombie chasing butterfly, as I've been called once with uh, games. I just go, ooh, 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 when new games come out. Whatever you do place.
0: like shiny things. I do like shiny things. Yes, your wall of shame is... Uh, yeah. I, well, I, wall of pride, it's Wall you. of pride, yeah, wall fair. of shame. Yeah.
1: I, I, any new system, I like to get in there early on, see what it's like, try something new, play new rules. I like to... Find what people come out with in innovative, yeah, I can't even say innovative uh, new uh,
0: play styles and um, rules. Yeah, I think that's something that's become increasingly important to me uh, as the industry has exploded. That anyone can make a cool setting, anyone can make cool miniatures. That's a like, lot. trust that's, me. That's, yeah, that, that's, a, <laughs> um, that's a lot of really pretty miniatures up there. So yeah. it's got to come down to, why play this game? Like, What's what's the thing it's doing which is different? Anyone can do, roll to hit, roll to wound. Uh, you, there needs to be something more. Absolutely. Um, and I mean, that's why we're going to talk about Arena X, because it does some stuff which is really different from a lot of other games. Actually, and, it's,
2: I would say it's mostly different from other games.
0: Yeah, we'll get into the mechanics and and how different they are I guess um, shortly I I think it was originally a Kickstarter wasn't it? Yes I missed the Kickstarter So did I Uh, I I remember it being being up and I remember being fascinated by the quality of the miniatures Yeah They're they're all physically sculpted in in putty and um, as someone who does digital sculpting I actually have a real love for physical sculpts because I just it blows my mind Um, and so, yeah, that, that's what attracted to it, me to it. But they they are quite expensive, and so at the time I wasn't in a place to actually go in on it.
1: Yeah, same uh, here.
0: I'm not quite sure when I did get involved, because it's been quite a few years now.
1: Yeah, well, I remember correctly, um, one of the other pools at the club, Paul Bradley, he um, kick-started it, and he got two factions. Yeah, so I think and, I must have played a demo with him. Yeah, so as soon as he, he got the models back, I mean, he w- he was one of these guys that as soon as you get the models there together and painted. Not so amazing style, but Perfectly fine to get on the gaming
0: table. You, um, you and Paul joined the the club at roughly the same time. We did, and yeah. Paul was militant about like he does not play with painted with unpainted models, yeah. And in my first game against him, not only was I playing playing pretty much unpainted, but I also asked him if I could use two empty bases as models. I'd forgotten, <laughs> and he nearly flipped the table. <laughs> <laughs> um, he did. He did mellow as time went on. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty funny. Um,
1: but I mean. He was a demon with painting he 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 could mm. knock models out really really quickly, yeah, but the say there were always two gaming table standards, not to winning that's, competitions but, yeah, that's but, that, but, that, but that's
2: fine if what you absolutely what you're looking I mean, for is I, it, I want to play with painting yeah. stuff then... and when he put
1: out mo- stuff on the board it's always oh, what's that and mm. it's always good to have a good look at, and it it was good enough to sell the game every time,
0: yeah um so yeah, so it was funded on Kickstarter uh Some of the miniatures took a little while longer than others. Mm -hmm. I know that one of the models that was on the Kickstarter, I think it only came out last year. Yeah. Uh, I think the Kickstarter was 2013. I'm sure. uh,
2: Seems likely. I mean, I've been looking at it for a while, but... I'm not going to check out notes. Not even remotely (laughs) close to the beginning. So it must must be something like that timescale.
0: Yeah. So I suppose uh, to cover the setting... It is essentially grounded in Roman gladiatorial combat. However. Loosely. Yeah. Well, loosely. Mo- mo- yeah. More,
2: more in terms of some of the factions are distinctly non Roman.
0: Well,
1: they, they do yeah. say that it? it is a sort of a, a fantasy. Yes. An alter-
2: alternative.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it's notable that of all the uh, gladiatorial schools, so to speak, only one of them is really like a classic gladiatorial school yeah, with your yeah. murmillos um, and the, the, the classical ones yes. I can't remember the names of because yeah. we're recording <laughs> um, so it is grounded in that so you've got um, let's have a quick look i you know, noisily turn pages in front of the microphone so um You've got the Ludus Magnus, which are the your classic gladiators. gladiators. Yep. Um, then you've got Legio XIII, who are uh, essentially a Roman legion. Um, there's a little bit of fantasy creeping in uh, with one or two of the characters. Uh, then you've got Morituri, who are Egyptians. <clears throat> Pretty straightforward. Um, Keep going. My favourites. They're yeah. your faction. Um, then you've got the Zephyri, who I think are, are the original factions where it starts getting a bit funky, because they're essentially, take Viking sort of stuff, very Viking-focused, yeah. but start introducing some Native American stuff. Yes. it's, it's Which is an interesting choice. I, I like it. I mean, I love the Native American miniatures, especially. Yeah, you yeah. are actually really nice, and it sort of works. Yeah. yeah, I think it's fine. What's interesting is you see uh like the feather motif coming yes. from the the Native Americans into Yes, it the means
2: Vikings. The, the, the theme is slightly different from just going like we've done Vikings, which yeah. is good because yeah. that would also be really dull. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, As um, the resident Scandinavian, I find most of those quite dull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine why you wouldn't gravitate towards them. Well, they just, they tend to be so so samey. Yeah. Like, every, Every fantasy version of that is effectively the same. So at least you've done something quite different with it, which is really nice. Yeah. Uh,
0: Yeah, I think also like every fantasy version is based on Vikings rather than... And Vikings is a a sort of a very broad term in Mm. reality, isn't it? Yes. It's it's essentially people who are marauding and they're from Scandinavian countries. Sort of, yeah. Mostly. Yeah. So, yeah... um, it, I mean, I suppose it, it gives quite a, a broad palette if you want to improvise your own stuff yes. in a fantasy world because you don't actually you have to worry about the fact that no one wore horns on their helmets and stuff. Because, <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Anyway, so those were the original factions. Uh, they also had the... Uh, it was like a pseudo-faction. Um, the Gorgons. Yes. So you've got yeah. Medusa and the other two. Uh-huh. I can't remember the name. Paul's frantically looking <laughs> up on the store. Um, so that faction... Uh, Greek yeah, this, legendary monsters, basically. Yes. Yeah. So this is where you start getting some of the Greek stuff creeping in. And um, what's the name? So you've got Uriale, who's a snake lady. Then you've got Medusa, who's Medusa. And then you've got... Oh, th- yes. Which is almost like... Kali. Yeah. Yeah. Much more so sort of the Indian. Yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting. interesting. Yeah. Um, so, following that, and those are literally the only three models available for that faction. Uh, and I wanted to avoid getting into rules, but largely you play uh, six models, that each one of those counts as two. Yeah, in m- m- models, models don't have a, a point cost. You just pick. Yeah. 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 If you play X number of
2: models and you just pick from your available models. Yeah.
0: So, uh, I think what other facts? So, the Helleniki mm-hmm. are the latest faction, which yeah. are literally. Uh, Greek or Spartan uh, influence, yeah. Uh, well, a combination of the two, I think. Uh, I haven't looked too much at them myself. Uh, I'm planning on getting one of them to add to a uh, like a, a war band that I'm going to be putting together. But that's it. I mean, releases aren't thick and fast with this game, no. Uh, no. But yeah, most of the models are absolutely gorgeous. I think there's a couple of missteps, um, a couple which are not quite so good. Um, but I suppose we've sort of left out some other models where you have you, you've got titans, you've got beasts, yeah, uh, and every, well, all the gorgons are titans, aren't yeah. they? Yeah,
2: nice. um, which is just sort of a fancy word for monster-like things. Yes. Be, yeah. But because you also have mounts, does yes. every faction have a mount? Every every, every original has a mount. Yeah, every original faction at least. One as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a sort um, of weird seahorse, and sort of and D can be anything from a giant scorpion to a horse.
0: Yes. So or a giant horse in fact.
2: Yes. Um
0: there's bull. Yeah, there's a wendigo, there's a lion, yeah. uh, there's a rhino. Oh sorry, no, not as mounts, beasts. Nice.
2: Yeah, there's some there's some beasts that you can have in the arena and then there's the mounts.
0: So well. most of the beasts you will gener- you can recruit them into your ludus, but you can also just have them as wild animals yes. on on the battlefield. And Again, yeah. we'll get into that. When Which, it comes to the it's effect- effectively
2: a living hazard that sort of rampages around the yeah. arena, and just you want to get away from. Yeah, yeah,
0: there is. So there's been a couple of characters who there's there's one sort of mercenary character who. Okay, so here we're going to start getting into a little bit of how you build your faction. So you. You don't just take models from one faction. You can take models from any faction, just combine them all together. Yes, but there are faction benefits. You only get those faction benefits if uh, I think it's you have two thirds of your models are That's from one faction. Sounds
2: about right. Here. Yeah,
0: people make noises while I look. Like so them. I mean,
2: it's it's effe- <laughs> it's effectively uh, your faction will give you oh, it's, it's a cup- Oh yeah, a couple of special rules. Um, yeah, and they we, can
0: be critical.
2: Which, yes, you can, you can absolutely build your whole plan around those in some cases. Oh, absolutely. And in other cases, they're just, like,
0: nice to have if you don't want to do that. I feel like they're more integral than, uh, and I can't go by without mentioning it, Bushido's themes. Bushido's Definitely. themes are, uh, are nice, but they, 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 you can operate outside of them more. I don't think I've ever operated outside of a, of a let's call them a themes, uh, in this game.
2: No, I, you, I mean, I could totally see you doing it, but you'd have to seriously sit down and go through all the models and go, like, if I take these six models, the combination of stuff I can do with them yeah. is yeah. way better there, than. There will be some combinations yeah, you can
1: I, do, but, like, with, uh, Motori, like, the Egyptians that I have, um, they they've all got a special ability, which, um, which triggers off. It's normally whenever the, their models die. Yeah. Yeah. But a special ability will trigger off, um, and their bonus is the ability to be able to trigger those off without those characters dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. for them,
0: it's, it's absolutely vital, really, for them to work together, for them yeah. to be a successful. So I, I guess maybe you might play without the, uh, the benefits if your depth of knowledge of the game was considerably better than any of ours. Yes. Um, yeah.
2: Yes, I, I can totally see coming up with combos where you go like, I'll, I'll forfeit a, a ludus benefit just for the sake of being yeah. able to to do this thing. Yeah. So, so which, which is, I, I, I think you'd get to that point. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah I think you, I think you could get there. Um, I mean, in, in some ways, it bears a resemblance to Eden's um, mechanic, where you, if you operate outside of a faction, yeah, you. I can't remember what you call it, but you. Stigmata. Yes, you right. have to have like a, almost like a personality, uh, yeah. Commonality yeah. across them. So there's one character in this game who, uh, is, uh, I can't remember his name, Noxious. Noxious, And, yeah. and he can, he doesn't affect that, uh, that, 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 Yeah, he's. He doesn't count as like a foreign, uh, he, <laughs> model. He, he, yeah. Well, he doesn't belong to any school anyway. Yeah. yeah.
2: So he's, he's literally just, a. Uh, hate figure that that will work for anyone who wants to put him on
0: the field yeah and so yeah. You, you can still then uh, get your benefits with him uh then there are a couple of characters have who bring their own themes effectively one of them is uh moratori guy who's a beast master yeah so if you take him the rest of your faction can be the rest of your list can just be uh, beasts yeah in fact in order to use his theme it, it has, has to be. be yeah and then he, he gets a load of benefits around that which is really interesting. I bought him because I'd been gifted a bunch of beasts. So now I have an extra faction just through buying that one model. So that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, and then there's another guy whose name I'm not going to remember. Yeah. Is it Cod? No. What does he do? Yes. So <laughs> he's irritating. Give me a second. Well, definitely. Frantically, lo- yeah, Frantically looking online. Okay, so his name's Kato. And, oh, uh, he comes with his own theme, which uh, effectively, to take his theme, you cannot qualify for any other theme Better, yes. Yeah. So
2: so he's, uh, well, you've picked random guys. Mm. Cool. Let's go with that.
0: Yeah. Uh, so he's interesting. I bought him as well because, again, it, it, it is it, the, yeah. a really efficient way for me to just get a couple of different themes. And then if I'm trying to introduce someone to the game, I can offer them basically three options there. Yeah. Uh, minimal investment and these miniatures are expensive uh, they're all beautiful resin casts yes they are really nice they are some of yeah. the nicest so uh, i really do pay painting. for them. yeah mm. and the annoying thing is that whilst there is some uk distribution um it's patchy at best they, they certainly don't have full stock and so, they also don't carry the full range yeah so it's it's often better to sort of wait until they're running their black friday deal And then you get up to one hundred and fifty dollars, and then it's free postage. Which I think I don't know if that's still the case. I think
1: it's normally they do. They do that's the standard thing now. But yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of their models are heavily discounted. Well, say heavily, different. they are
2: well discounted at the moment during uh, this period. There's yeah, a lot of
0: them are out of stock as well. Though, yeah, because yeah, <laughs> because, I,
2: yeah I, I, because I looked and it's was like, oh, I'll I'll get some. Uh, some Legion uh, 13 and uh, no, no, yeah. I will not because yeah. the ones I wanted in one not in stock.
1: Well, for <laughs> so example, much. like, like he's just saying, Kato, there, I mean, he's normally $19.50, he's now down to sixteen fifty eight. so you're mm. saving nearly three dollars on him, yeah, okay, which is a, it's a decent saving, especially if you're going to get trying to get a faction, yeah. But um, because we did it right back from the beginning, I think it was... Four or five of us, we all ordered together yeah. on one Ooh. of these deals, and we got the free shipping. I think
0: that must be when I got in on it.
1: I think that we, when we ordered, there was a twenty five percent discount on them at the, at the time.
0: Yeah, um,
1: and we were really lucky; we didn't get caught by any customs either, which was uh, oh yeah, which was just like lucky.
2: That on that, that one. hurt. We I have think been caught before. Is it. back in uh, stock. Uh, I might a massive horse. Yes, I might buy something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um, I guess we move on to the rules now. Um, yeah, so I, I am going to have the wall book in front of us just to sort of keep us in, or, in line, because we do tend to ramble. Um, yeah, but the rambling is the fun bit. So it's, <laughs> it's a um, low-model count skirmish game. Yeah. So you start, when you're doing intro games, you're probably looking at three models. Uh, the game really comes into its own when you're at six. Yeah. Uh, I think they say uh, up to eight. I'm not sure I'd want to do eight. I don't think I'd want to do eight either. But I haven't tried it yet. So. I, I
1: can see you perhaps doing eight when you're doing a proper sort of themed battle, or yes. if you're getting some narrative
0: play going. But I think
2: for, for a general game, six because, is perfectly fine because of the way the activation system work, which we might as well talk about now. Um, I think eight is problematic, but I'll I'll expand on that once we've um, done the activations. Yeah, I,
0: I have opinions about it with Paul's faction actually. Uh, the scaling. Uh, yes, so we'll, that's we'll get <laughs> yeah, that's also interesting. So, um, basically, <laughs> Arena Rex is what I'd like to refer to as a turnless game. Yes, um, but
2: it's it's it does you go I go activations.
0: Yes. So, but when you activate a model, you decide you say what action it's going to do. Yeah, you got a free um, move. You, the first move action you do in a turn is free. In an activation is free, um, and then. You can do, uh, you could do like uh, another move, move. or you can attack. Yep, you could do uh, attack, or you could do power attack, which is
2: basically a
0: subsection of attack, really. Yeah. Yeah, so so essentially it's move move or attack. Move or attack. Yeah. But when you do an action, you become tired. You gain a a point of fatigue, essentially. There's some similarities to the Bushido, the old edition Bushido system here. Uh, You can also become exhausted by yes. gaining a second fatigue. You yeah, can't so gain any more fatigue. So in, in theory, you can do three actions with one model. You could legitimately do three moves, and if you consider the average move is probably six, you could actually... Sprint on, across yeah, pretty much get, the entire can, arena. Yeah, yeah, which is probably about 30 inches, Yeah, I think, yeah. Is, is the... the it's run. supposed to be about 30, yeah. Yeah, 30 inches. Yeah, I think um, I circle. think that,
2: that guidelines is you start about 30 inches from each other. Well, I, I thought, thought it was 24. 24. But, you you know. as as it's not supposed to be a 30 inch sort of circular uh, arena. Okay. In, in either case, you can't quite make it across the whole thing, but you can make your way m- mostly across the table in one go. You're not going to yeah. do that because you're going to die the next
0: time. Well, sure. But yeah. I, d- I didn't say it was a good idea. <laughs> I just <said> you could. <laughs> okay, so um, we'll come to reactions in a minute because I think I want to go over a bit more of the turn. Um, so...
2: Well, the interesting bit actually comes when you, after you've done your first action it comes back to you again.
0: Yeah, so to follow the turn structure, you, um, if none of your models have, have... Okay. So your models are ready if they have no fatigue on them. So they're essentially ready, tired, and exhausted. Again, very similar to Bushido. If none of your models are ready, you have to initiate a clear turn, which is essentially you remove one point of fatigue from all your models and then you might be able to do some stuff. Yeah, we can get into that yeah, later, right, if we ne- if necessary. Um, but if, if... F- funky tactual, tactical yeah. options, basically. However, if you, if you do have a model which is uh, ready, then you can remove fatigue from any other friendly model and then activate one that didn't have fatigue removed from it. Yes, this you can't remove fatigue from a model which has two fatigues, so it's yeah. exhausted. So you have this, you have this sort of uh, ebb and flow of you're you're putting fatigue on models and then removing fatigue from models. Mm. Um, you probably want to avoid getting exhausted most of the time.
1: In the early, especially in the early stages yeah. for the KG. Yeah. Which, which, which is why there. I
2: think doing big model counts is, is potentially problematic because you probably don't want to activate that many different models at a given time. So mm. you're on a real risk of having, you know, in like an eight-model game, you're on a real risk of having a couple of models still standing on your deployment line because you just haven't had the time to do anything with them. Yeah, mm. uh,
0: which sort of then relies on a bit of attrition. To get them into the game, yes, and also th- it keeps you it away from the clear turn. And yes. the clear turn actually, sometimes you you do want a clear turn, and actually Paul's faction really mm. wants the clear turn generally because of
2: the stuff it can I mean, do there. Paul's faction aside, but generally once your key because you'll have a key model or two, mm. and then some other models as well. Mm. Generally, once your key model has been uh, thoroughly exhausted, you're going to want to raise for that clear turn. Yeah. And having even more models make that harder. Yes,
0: absolutely. So, one of the so when you attack, that costs you a fatigue. And uh, attacking is essentially you uh, you roll your attack dice, and your opponent rolls his defense dice. Yes. Now it's just a number of dice you roll. Them. Four plus is a success. Generally, to give you a, a
2: concept of the amount of dice, generally Attacks will be six and defense will be two. Yeah, yeah.
0: Broadly speaking, yes. I think
2: that that's that'll be the average.
0: Sometimes defense goes to three. It very rarely, if ever, goes to one.
2: I can't remember anyone who's not two or three. Yeah, and I've, yeah. I've
0: seen attack at five and seven reasonably often. Um, so any def- any successful defense die removes a successful attack die, and whatever is left is your success level essentially. Um, and each character has a track on their card. It's flowchart. It's a flowchart. Uh, you start at the top, you move down to the bottom, and you move the number of times, or you select the number of boxes which. Uh, yeah, you eventually you go through the you. number
2: of boxes equals the number of successes you yeah. have.
0: Yeah. And it, this is one of the really interesting things. I think some people will be able to recognise something similar in Guild Ball. Yes. Uh, which came along later, of course but Ball branches less in fact yes, it, does it, it does,
2: does it doesn't branch does no it? no in Guild you you will have two tracks yeah but there's not necessarily <coughs> results in all numbers in all tracks yeah and so you will pick one Unless yeah. you wrap and start again, oh yeah, sure. whereas here you go through every single box yeah. that you have successes for and you sold
0: them. Pretty much every character has a branch in their thing. Sometimes that branch reconnects um, after you have that. Yeah, so you might choice. you might have
2: two. The first two boxes will do whatever, whatever, and then you'll have a choice of two different boxes, and then you might come back together into one, or you might do divergent parts yeah. that reconnects later.
0: So that that in itself for me is a really interesting system. Like the dice are. You know The, the, the mechanic is incredibly simple. Um, and reasonably standard. Yeah, it's not the, it's other not other the game game most systems. typical way of doing attacks, but it's not unique in any way. Um, no. But yeah, it's, it's that uh, damage track, essentially. I, I, look, people who are familiar with the game, please forgive us when we get the terminology wrong. because damage It's tree. the damage tree, close enough. Hey. That seems <laughs> um, reasonable. So yeah, it's really interesting. Like Many of the results will be straight damage, but yeah, there yeah. are also other things. So you can push an enemy model. You can cause them to gain fatigue. You can gain favour yourself. You could reposition yourself. And there are other special things. Special things are quite rare. Anything which doesn't cause damage still causes one damage. And that's
1: what's nice. I mean, yeah. when you first look at it, and especially when you look at some of the models, you think, oh, crikey, it's just pushing all yeah. the time. It's still
2: dealing yeah, every, damage. Every, every, so. every box does at least one point of damage. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, uh, the power attack, that's an additional fatigue. So you, you always become exhausted when you do a power yeah. attack. Uh, it just gives you a reroll, effectively. Yeah. And yeah. That, that is it.
2: So it is like, well. But that is quite devastating. It can be.
0: Yeah, and uh, one of the things that it is devastating for is using uh, favour. Now, favour actually represents how the audience feel about you. How, yes, how you're, you're in an be. arena, so there's a crowd,
2: and yeah, favour yeah. is literally the favour of the crowd.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. both players start with three favour, and you gain it through the game. You gain it by getting wounded. Some characters gain it by causing wounds. Uh, they usually appear on the damage tree in a, in a certain position. Quite Generally quite low down. You have to do yeah. quite well
2: to, yeah. to get extra favour.
1: And some of them they sort of like the branch off and it ends at a
2: favour point rather than if yeah you, it, you go down it, further it, it, and it, do more damage it, it could be without that it, you but. have chosen to do less damage but you gain a favour that exactly. would generally be the option
1: yeah
0: so the way you spend favour uh will, the most common way of spending favour yes. at least in my experience is essentially to add that to your uh your dice pool when an attack is mm-hmm. happening yeah. And any success counts as two successes. So, so it's, you it's really that, powerful. Yeah, you can yeah. only put two dice into any one roll, and you combine it or in one activation you can only put two yes. dice into a roll, uh, which is important with mounts and stuff. But uh, yes, yes, very. <laughs> when you uh, when you do a power attack, of course, you're then re-rolling those dice. So the chances of you getting two successes off that die then become you know three yeah. quarters rather than mm. 50-50. So they're important for that. But what? you also use them for are doing your clear turn abilities. Yes. And we'll, we'll come to some examples of those later on, I think. But uh, they can be really core to, uh, to recovering. Yeah, they, that, that, <laughs> yeah. That's
2: that's where the, the is sort of add potentially quite a lot of different things. It's frequently in health. he can spend favor.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, I mean, on the face of it, it sounds like you're not actually going to be gaining that much fatigue. And this is where the game gets even more interesting and... You can get some analysis paralysis, but it's reactions. So every time your opponent declares they're going to do a thing, you can declare whether you're going to react. Mm -hmm. You can only react once during their turn based on what action they're doing. So you've got reaction move, which you do when they move. So once they've completed a move, you can then move your model. And it Uh, can
2: be anyone. Any of your models. Yeah, anyone on
0: board. Uh, You've got opportunity attack, which is uh, when a model is moving out of your engagement range. You you can stab them. The opportunity to attack them, and actually, it's pretty pretty nasty. Uh, Your engagement range is one inch. So, whilst this game does often end up with a bit of a a pile on, well, it's a
2: gladiator combat game. Yeah,
0: Uh, you can, you can, you know, it's it's not all base to base. There's a bit of space around them. It's it's actually
2: very, very about manoeuvring once you. Get into yeah, it and you get a little bit of practice.
0: So the next reaction is counter-attack. Uh, all this is, is actually exactly the same as Eden's uh, yeah. riposte or whatever it is. Yeah, I'll call it. yeah.
2: I ca- I cannot remember the names <laughs> of those, but yes. Just,
0: so yeah. essentially, instead of rolling your defense dice when you are getting attacked, you roll your attack dice. So that's giving and if you more you ha- And
2: if you have more successes, you get to strike? Yep, yes, absolutely. you go down your
1: trade your yes. rather than... Uh, them doing damage to you which i think is
0: a really critical thing to have in here because it means that when you commit to hitting someone there's that chance of you getting hit back of course it's one of the things i like about bushito is that that yes
2: it's sometimes risky yeah Yeah. this game has it in that yeah and but but with the interesting thing is that it it costs you potentially quite a lot of resources to do these reactions because getting fatigue is Important, and you really need to manage it.
0: Yeah, what yeah. well, we haven't explicitly stated, but every reaction costs you a point of fatigue. Uh, you can only react if you are ready. Yes. So if you're already tired, you can't gain. You can't yeah. go exhausted.
2: Yeah. So the, the further into his opponent, your opponent's turn he is in terms of having exhausted models, you can. It becomes more reliable what you can do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so the last reaction is assist. So whenever an enemy model is attacking one of your models. You can uh, help help them basically. Yeah. If yeah. if you have a model which is within one inch of the enemy model or the model of yours which is being attacked, then you can assist. You add your defense dice to their defense dice. Makes them really hard to hit. Yeah, uh, but it's still just defense. Um,
2: yeah, you can't you can't do you and you can't combine them. So you can't do an an assisted counter attack. No, no that's, that's just not no, a thing.
1: There's literally one reaction. No, uh, it's just um, your guy getting in the way and, and hassling
0: the yeah. the attacker. So, um, I mean, with my faction, it becomes really good. I've got a model who can move when they declare an assist, and she's got three defense dice. So I'm pretty much going. She's oh, I've annoying got five defense dice frig. Um, she's great.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she's annoying, is what she is. I mean, she she will generally spend. So she'll take a fatigue when she does that. But you then take at the beginning of your activation, you take it off her again. You activate someone else, and, and she just stands right behind your front line and helps anyone who gets attacked. And she can sort of keep doing it until you pressure her.
0: Yeah, I mean essentially in the last game that we played, I I don't I don't think I activated her you for, a, to move for an action. A, no no after like After, after uh, the initial move, no. Yeah. No you didn't. She just stood she, stood around was a massive pain. Yeah, she's yeah. she's fantastic. I mean there there is no points in this game. Each model is just a card, except for some of them which are two cards. Yeah. So So theoretically each model is balanced in its own right. Yeah, some models, like Frigg, I can look at and go I just she just seems so obviously good. Yeah. And you compare her to maybe a different model. She
2: she's one of the ones where you you look at her and you go like so I can do five models from my own looters and just take her.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there are there are other models like that as well. Uh, but some models you might look at and go oh, they're not they don't seem immediately as good. Mm. Um, and I, I posted up recently in the Facebook group about this. I was like, you know, I'm not quite sure that I see. I think his name's Gallier. Or yeah, we, t- we, yeah. I don't see him being as good as her. Uh, some people had some some interesting ideas about mm. how he can be, uh, but it's very much you. You pretty much have to play him with the theme. Whereas yeah. Frick, you can put in any. She, she's just generic good. Yeah. 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 And look, no game is ever. Perfect. Perfectly balanced. No no model is going to be exactly on the button for its price cost or. Oh, God. Point cost. Yes. yes. Bloody it,
1: I mean, it's, it's always a trick with. It's very tricky with these sort of games where they try and make every card oh, balanced.
2: Oh, well, it's, that, it's never going to work. No, you can't quite do it. But, but also, like, so much of it is depending on your personal play style and preferences. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. Because you can have, like, in theory, these two, two models could be perfectly viable, both of them. But because of your own preferences, you will always take one of them yeah. instead of the other one. Because you just look at the other one and go like, that does nothing I want.
1: Yeah. I mean, in theory, I, I could go and buy Greg and put it into my list all yeah. the time. But that's not the way I want it. It's not my play style. Yeah. That's not what I want to do. I want to stick to my faction yeah. and play around it. And well, then it, of it
2: also does something slightly different that, that you...
0: Yeah. yeah. She's also unlikely to benefit from any of your uh, clear turn abilities. No. From your... No, uh, but having that your suddenly, your own movement. Thing. That, that yeah. movement and oh. extra oh, she's, defense she's, dice she's is amazing, good. but... Yeah. yeah. So, uh, moving on in the rules, like uh, I think let's finish off the, what's on the card first. So, we haven't talked about armor. It's really simple. However much damage is caused to the model, remove your armor value from it, and you, that's how many wounds you, you take.
2: And you, you total... The combined amount of damage you do. So it's not like if you have armor two, you don't remove two points of damage from every damage result. No. If you take eight points, you remove two of them.
0: Yes. Yes. Also, an interesting thing with it: is you 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 go down your your track, you resolve all effects, mm-hmm. and then you total the damage because sometimes an effect may result in you being out of range to and, apply and, the damage, which and is then further it just down the track. Stops. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, I mean, I've got Septimus in my hand here. He does 2, 4, 6, 8, 11 damage maximum on his card. Uh, That's actually, that's reasonably standard, I think. It's it's quite high, actually. Yeah. It's it's, it's on on the stronger side. Yeah. So you'll see them around 10 and 11 Uh, on average. Uh, So my my big horse does 11. Yeah, on, on its own, it can piss off. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you I, I mentioned that you mark wounds, uh, you have a vitality track, much like lots of games, just got a load of boxes. You mark them when you've marked them all, you're dead. Yeah. Uh, they will have some boxes on them, though. The most common one will uh, be the favor box. When you mark it, you gain favor when your model's been hurt, basically. It's yeah, a, I think it sort of represents. The underdog idea, yeah, but the also crowd it also helps balance. Ones, like, come on, you yeah. can carry on. Yeah. It helps balance the game because my yeah. experience of this game has generally been you don't get runaway victories. No, it's it, it, pretty tight. Yeah, it, uh, I do love the way it ebbs
1: and flows back mm. and forth, and you can look at look at yourself at the beginning of your, the beginning of sort of once you just have a clear turn, thinking I am in real deep trouble here, and then by the time you come around to another clear turn, yeah. the game yeah. could have swung completely, and uh, and that's what's just really really nice about the game.
0: So, I mean, your, your faction, you also have another box on there. There's a, a skull. So when you yeah. mark your last wound, you get to trigger an ability, and pretty much all of your characters have that. Yeah, all, thing all on of the All my characters have that ability. Yeah, uh, there, there are other things where where models get to do. It. Uh, models with two cards. When you mark the last wound, you bring out their other card, yeah. and usually it'll be a little bit different. For instance, with the Rhino, he gets a little bit pissed off once you've done <laughs> his first card, he and he gets, becomes he gets angry. As yeah. You. yeah. Yeah, he changes a little bit, which is interesting. Uh, so, I mean, that's that's everything on the cards. So, uh, I guess we... The cards are actually really simple. Yeah, so well, we, there's not everything on the cards because the back of them has their special abilities. And that's yes. the other nice thing is
1: the fact that it's the case that do you, do you... their special abilities are written completely on the back. You but, don't need to yeah. go from reference yeah, that's, another that's, book.
2: Their special abilities are... Listed on the front with just the name, yeah, and then the rules for that ability is on the back of the card, yeah. So once with a little bit of practice, you don't need to flip it,
0: yeah. And they are common abilities as well, so uh, models will have the same ability as as others, especially within a faction, yes. Yeah. So you can start memorizing them pretty well. The, I mean, they do sometimes reference things which you need to look in the rulebook for, but it's a very small rulebook and. Generally that's, pretty well laid out, I think.
2: Yeah, and there's
0: honestly just not that many rules concepts you need to know. No. I mean, one of the core cool ones, and I've got it in front of me here, so pushing. Uh, pushing is a massive part of this game. Yeah. Uh, especially when you start introducing terrain. Uh, and pushing is one of those weird
2: things which are hard to get your... Hit around initially. It just seems like well, I can do this, but what does it do for me?
1: Yeah, it gives you that mobility, and I mean, it's like when you're saying with Frigg sort of sitting at the back line. If you start thinking about it, you can get to her fairly easily mm-hmm. when you start pushing around, get yeah. into into the combat zone of her. Then, if she's, she's just got to try and get out, otherwise, she's yeah. going to be murderized the next turn. then yeah, you've got that ability then to better do your um, counterattack on her mm-hmm. and stuff. So, yeah.
0: So, I mean, the the, the core of pushing is. A mod, you push your the enemy model one inch directly away from y- your model, and then you get to follow up an inch. But it doesn't have to be a direct follow up. No. So you can start pushing them towards a the thing. Yeah. If you want to, uh, if you push a model into uh, one of your friendly models, you immediately generate an additional attack on the uh, an additional success. Additional yes. success. Sorry, not an additional because attack. an additional attack would be a whole new role.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so
0: models which have attack uh, pushes early on in their track. Uh, they can actually like start yeah. pushing themselves further down their, their track yeah and I mean this, that's
2: one of the signature things of my faction Legion 13 where a lot of them will give you two additional successes instead yeah, of one if you push a model into one yeah. of your models yeah. Yeah. yeah which
0: which suddenly becomes ah.
2: quite scary
0: yeah uh, there are some models you can't push if a model is on a larger base than the uh, the attacker then they resist the first push and all titans, titans all, I no titan can be pushed even by another titan uh, and it's worth saying that if you're attacking an exhausted model, you generate an additional success automatically.
2: Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you, if you can get gang up on a exhausted model and push it into one of your own, uh, it's going to go very badly for said model. Yeah. Is it, Which is it an additional success? Okay, I think it's an additional push. push.
0: I think it's an additional push, isn't it? It's. in in
2: many times it's sort of the same which in some ways is actually even better because then you can push them into one of your own models and get both the additional push and
0: the additional success and there are models which don't have many pushes so actually that can be uh, really important and you can put that I think either right at the beginning of your track or right at the end I don't know if you can put it in the middle but before or after any box yeah, Yeah. stick it where you like great um, um, so yeah, that's that's pushing right broadly, which is where terrain really goes because the import, yeah. yeah. important, most <clears throat> important bits of terrain interact with pushing. Terrain is yeah. super important in this game, but actually in a way which is different from most other games. Most other games it's about restricting movement, movement or shooting, yeah. and that's yeah. It no one, you, has, no one has a range attack in yeah, this yeah, game using sort of cover. I think, well, uh there's a model uh Paul has, which has a whip, which can draw people towards you. Yeah, okay. I think her engagement range is, yeah, she's got reach, so her yeah. engagement range is three inches. Yeah, but you're but but no actual range.
2: No one is going to no. rock up with a bow and shoot you from across the arena. No.
0: So you're not going to have to take cover. Yeah, not there's, there's no real uh difficult terrain, to my knowledge. So you're, no. you're not getting, like, half movement or anything. Yeah. Um. so you've got bad stuff happens when you get pushed into it though yes so yeah. you've got hazards now that's just rubble columns whatever uh, the first time you're pushed into one you gain mm-hmm. one fatigue bear in mind if you're already exhausted it's basically not doing anything no no but it's it's, it's really handy when you've got some just important. yeah, yeah. Got that one,
1: they've got one fatigue on them you know they're going to be able to or get even, off the next uh, even if you're fresh you to, putting a fatigue oh, on yeah. them means
0: like oh you're not you can't activate now. you could force a clear turn by doing yes. that as well yes uh, then you've got wounding hazards. So that's spikes, blades, fire. Uh, the first time during each attack a model is pushed into base contact with a wounding hazard, it suffers three points of damage, ignoring armor. That's, ha- that's quite harsh. <laughs> well, I mean, bear in mind that most models have somewhere in the region
2: of like 12 hit points. 11 or 12, yeah. Yeah, 11 12. So is... it's doing about a quarter of your hit points damage mm-hmm. just by getting pushed into that. Not counting anything the attack does as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's really bad.
0: Yeah, so that's that's pretty harsh. We see some of that in other games, but um, in, in in this, it's it's a it's a distinct tactic. Yeah. yeah, the thing that we don't see a lot of in other games is lethal hazards. So cliffs, pits, deep water. If any part of a model's base base touches a lethal hazard, that model is defeated. So it's dead. Remove it from play. It's gone. Yeah. Um, There's
1: no saves. There's no nothing. You just gone. Yeah. I mean, I've used that. We've had that in a couple of games, especially early on when I started playing. Mm. Yeah, it, it was a case that one or two models just disappeared. Yeah, Sort That's mm. it.
2: It's well, I mean, I, I bought an arena the other day which has four inbuilt lethal hazards. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's it's going to be brutal. I think it's it's really important how you lay out terrain and the the amount of what you put in. Like, yeah, because like, I, I think if you put four lethal hazards on a board. Mm. I mean, it could be fun, certainly, but it completely changes. The yeah, way. because
2: every everything becomes about how do you manage those hazards and yeah. how do you manoeuvre around them so you and don't then, just auto yeah. die. And then
0: there's certain characters
1: like like uh, On, who his basically first three boxes on the tree. He has no choice of it; it's just pushes. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, he, I mean, he is an absolute beast. I mean, he has what, um, seventeen hit points. He's absolutely one of the
0: tankiest. Yeah, f- yeah so he'll he, come he, he goes push, push, push. Put a fatigue on someone, and then either four damage or a special, which it's is at a the throw. throw. Um, I mean, we're not going to do this for every model, but this guy's very pushy. So
1: yeah. So, so you, but but yeah, it, it's you can basically put it in D three inches his current position. So you basically throw it away. Um, okay.
0: You can throw mounted riders off their mount three inches. Oh, yeah, that's so. Awful. So if there's a pit anywhere near him, and bear in mind every push that he does, each of those three pushes, he's so, he, he can reposition. So so do so
2: so. What you mean when you say anywhere near him? You mean somewhere in the vicinity of like six to seven inches away from him? Yeah. He's quite a tricky, yeah. But that's the thing. Assuming you, you get to the bottom of it, yeah.
1: But if you yeah. then don't put terrain in, in your um, arena... Yeah, it's he, an open thing, he's really uninteresting. Exactly. He's just going to stand there is and all oh, right, I can take the damage, but, but he, I'm not going to deal anything. No, he right. does really... Yeah. So, Some
0: compensation for that, I think, is that he can run his uh his... Uh, damage tree backwards if he chooses to. Yeah. So off of a single success, you can cause four damage. And yes. to my knowledge, he's the only model in the game that can do that, I uh, sure. reversal. yeah.
1: I haven't seen that on anybody else Maybe Noxious. Maybe Noxious. Yeah, but... Um... Yeah, I mean, he has to really because I mean, he still can't put out the amount of damage yeah. that anybody else. No, I mean, no. The no. maximum he can do is eight from his tree. Yeah, which compared to which, others, where which, they can which, do is, 11, which is 12, low. Yeah, but bear in mind,
0: he might be like throwing models into other models. Yeah, yeah. Um, so
2: but you,
1: without the terrain the, in there,
2: the other type of quote unquote terrain that your pushes might attack with is um, the beast we talked about. Yes, yeah, so the wild beast in the arena, which do something when you get pushed into range of them, then get yeah, at so
0: you. They basically... They, they're not controlled by either, either player, and they get triggered if a model is pushed and ends up within three inches of the living hazard. So actually, if you push them out of the three inches, they, they no longer yeah. uh, do anything. Um, and when that happens, the living hazard is activated, it will attack the pushed model. Um, I think, yeah, it can move up to its move stat. Yeah, so, so you
2: effectively activate the living hazard, it goes over attack, you run a normal attack and... With your opponent, if like the model, model owner's opponent controls the beast for that, so mm-hmm. he, he chooses where on the damage charge you go. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh So they're, they're pretty cool. I think you can also activate them in a clear turn by spending. Faith yes, right? you can. Uh, but they only get to do one action, so they don't get to do a move as as I read it. No, they don't get it like a free move. No, 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 Just no, get no, to no, do no, an no. attack or a yeah. move. So if you want to use them for anything, it, it's quite favor intensive.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's sort of the okay, case. So right, I'm going to actually get that. That beast into a position where I know
2: I can push yes. someone next turn. I, uh, or yeah,
0: you can only do it once per yeah. clear turn, so you can't my, move it and no, then no. get it to attack. My yeah.
2: experience with the the living hazards is to be quite flavourful, but less impactful than you'd think.
0: Yeah. I don't think we've actually triggered one yeah. in our two games where we've
2: had them. We, we triggered one once, oh, okay. and I don't think it mattered. Yeah,
1: I think it also depends on whereabouts they are positioned on the board yes. as well.
2: Yeah, 100%. Um, this sort of touches a little bit on what I think is the biggest weakness of the rule set. Shall we?
0: Scenario. Yeah, we'll, I think we'll leave them to last because we've got a, th- a couple of things left to do, I think. Oh, actually.
2: Mm, it, we pretty much
0: covered it, I yeah, think. Yeah, I'm not going to get into the rules around riders. No, the, Basically treated as one model with the larger base of the two. Probably. Yeah, and so yeah. You, you effectively get two attacks out of one model. Yeah, yeah. but they activate as one. It's It's nifty. Um, and you can push the rider off, which is pretty cool
2: right, and fairly unique. But yeah, no, that, that's that's some yeah. level of detail. I, I think if I mean if you need to know this, it's because you're playing the game. Yeah. I mean, I mean, because in every faction has one. It's, it's worth
1: just touching on it. I mean, it gets very interesting when, for example, you do push people off. Off them, mm. then the mount suddenly becomes sort of wild beasts as well. Yes, yes. So um, I've had it where, where, where my my one was yeah. pushed off there, off a giant scorpion, and then um, in the clear turn, the, the giant scorpion, scorpion needs someone.
0: Yeah, it attacked us. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> not, I thought a mount couldn't attack its rider, but know, like, well, it
1: attacked one of my one of my yeah. players. So um,
0: oh, it doesn't even doesn't seem to say it, that. I'm not going to yeah. spend time now reading no. that cause but, like you said, I know do, I know it attacked my scorpion
2: buff the rider. Because my horse does. Um, <laughs> I hate that horse. It's so fun fun to play it's with. So if e- effectively, um De- dexterous, 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 I which is good... which is the horse uh, yeah, has I mean... a special rule where it and its rider do two points of damage on a push instead of just one.
1: Mm. All right. I mean, is, is your horse? Um, actually treated as a Titan or is yep. it just yeah, it is see. a Titan. See, I think mine is one of the only ones which isn't a Titan. No che- che- I
0: think his is one of the only ones which is. Oh yeah.
1: Because right. yeah. um I mean with mine one it's got uh the toxin uh on there and it's also got venom So yeah. basically whenever there's an attack done with it, immediately after making a successful attack, this model gains uh fatigue mm. to add three extra damage to the result. Nice. Okay. So
2: um, potentially very good. Um yeah, no, mine does stuff with pushes because mine is the push
0: faction. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah. have I a have horse in, in my faction. Which is but it's super fast. It's unarmored. It's really fast. And also, all its attacks are automatically powerful attacks.
2: Yeah. Which, which is good, is because nice. normally mounts can't have powerful attacks yeah. at all. Yeah. So, the mounts do interesting, funky things, but it does
0: mean you're low on models. Yes, you're, you're sacrificing activations. Um, which I think is okay. And you can dismount if you want to, but you can only do it in a clear turn. Yeah, Yeah. So, you can...
2: Get off your horse, or scorpion, or whatever. Um, but it'll take quite a long time before you can get back on it, if yeah. that's what you wanted to do.
0: I'd, I'd, I'd be interested... You could do a list which is just all mounted characters. Yeah. You're going to have three of them. Yeah. It'll be really interesting. Yeah, we'll probably try it at some point. Um, so we've, we've mentioned uh, clear turn stuff. Well, they're called tactics. Uh, there's maneuver. It costs you a favor, and you can do a move action with any friendly model. You can only do it with each model once.
2: Yeah, there's yeah, there's what, three generic ones?
0: Yeah. Maneuver. Recover is the second one. You remove a fatigue from a model in your cohort. Again, it costs a favour. You've already removed fatigue from each model. Yeah. But if it was exhausted going then in. Then it will you can, still have yeah. a fatigue, so it might be worth it. And the other one is in sight, which is we've talked about with the living hazard. Yeah. Uh, and then each ludus, each warband will uh, will get its benefits, which I'm, I'm not going no, to. No, we're not going to go through all of them, but they will generally have
1: what one or two. Yeah, they, have, they generally have one or two tactics
2: or one or two passive abilities. Yeah, so do you, I think every warband have three things, and yeah. it's either two special, two passive abilities, and a tactic, or two tactics and one
0: passive ability. Yeah, yeah. Um. So. I mean, most of the times I've played this game, we have played uh, a scenario which is called Munus or Munus, or whatever. Uh, But it's essentially play until someone runs out of models. Yeah. Which, I really love the way the game plays, but it's a very dry way to play a game. Yeah, Yeah, It's great
1: to learn the
2: rules. Yeah, Yeah, to to me, it's, uh, okay, put the models on the board, don't worry about things just learn how it works mechanically.
0: Yeah. And and for me most times that we've done this the person who loses their final model the opponent's probably got two models left. Like it it gets pretty close. Sometimes yeah. it's been like down one and one. Yeah. Um when you get down to a single model every turn is a clear turn and you can act. Yeah, it, it, it's that's You're basically that's going an, to be
2: there's some mechanical trickery to make sure that the game still works. Yeah. yeah. Um
0: for me well, I understand why they've done that and that it should be in there. But for me, I don't like that it's basically just kill. Um, if you get down to just one model, for, for me, like it probably should be game over by then. Anyway. Yeah. It, um,
2: just playing pure brawl also devalues quite a lot of the models, I think. Because a lot of the models, aside from the pushes, you also have a lot of models that restrict opponent's movement and things yeah. like that. Which just becomes much less important if all you need to do is walk forward a bit and then stab yeah Yeah.
0: so i mean it goes from that the most incredibly simple scenario that you play in any game um to then it suddenly gets like really complicated i'm just going to read the first one and we're not going to read through all of them but so this scenario has three rounds in the first round one player's titan battles the other's cohort which is the non-titan models that they take i suppose i should say both players bring cohorts of equal value plus a single titan. Mm.
2: Um, Yeah, so you effectively have a round where one warband battles their opponent's titans, then you swap over.
0: Yeah. uh, And then any models which didn't die... Battle each other. ...fight in the third round. Um, What I find interesting about it, it doesn't really say how each round ends. Um, I think you go till the titan's dead or... Or the or warband. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, which again, essentially, what you're doing is it's, it's, it's three, three versions of the of the, of the yeah. basic game. But I mean, if your titan can but, kill the enemy warband, you've won already. Bear in yes. mind, it's, it's your titan against your opponent's entire warband, which yeah. I think includes their titan. No, no, it's not meant to include their titan because it's it's against. Their, no, so their, so you have a warband plus a titan. But, yeah. Okay, well, let me just... It's not really what we should be doing here. But anyway, cohorts. Both players bring cohorts of equal value. Each player must include a single Titan and oh, any remaining models must oh, you're include right. gladiators. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows? That's, I think this is one of the problems is that the scenarios
2: are, I find, vague and confusing. And you probably just want to make up your there, own There honestly. is some vague
0: stuff. And also they become like quite involve quite complicated in, quite quickly yeah yeah I, I would like to have seen a couple more scenarios where it's hey, so bring whatever you bloody well like here's what you need to do yeah like yeah. there's you know' there's, a, there's, a, there's like a dual zone where you fight and you earn extra favor that's one of the terrain pieces, but if you put that in the middle, then you know maybe you earn a victory point for being in the middle when someone else isn't something like that who yeah. knows yeah I mean, there's, there's, there's lots of historical things they could have drawn from to really actually yeah. Build some very interesting. Oh, well, I mean,
2: actually, just, just big things like do capture the flag thing. I think, I think they like, do
0: draw from from uh, some classical stuff, but it becomes it, quite but... complicated quite quickly. Yeah. Whereas, ironically, what I'm saying with games is like I like games which have unique stuff. Could this one that has lots of unique stuff actually have just a little bit more generic scenarios as well? Um,
2: yeah, but I think there's a difference between game engine mechanics and scenarios. Of course there is. Yeah. Yeah. Scenarios, I find, becomes more problematic if you make them super unique. Yeah,
0: yeah, perhaps. I, I mean, This is a, a, a game which is played as a tournament. Like every Yes, I I've looked
2: at some of the tournament packs. Uh, I walked away from it having no idea what was happening in any of the rounds.
0: Yeah, for me, as someone who's casually playing this, I'm probably going to do what we've done in our last two games, which is we basically play...
2: A Bushida scenario that we've adapted. okay,
0: the first one we played Munus, but we had two dual zones, and you earned extra favor. Yeah. Just in a way to sort of accelerate the last man standing situation. Um, And then our second game, we basically made up a... You had to get to your opponent's pretty much your opponent's deployment zone and Which in, we, in a clear turn we, spend an, a, yeah, a, a favor to or, do a thing. Yes, I mean, we effectively yeah. had a,
2: a dangerous hazard in our deployment zone that you had to go to and spend favor
0: on in a clear turn. Yeah, and it was a dangerous hazard so that, you know, you, you've got to go to it and then get a clear turn. Yeah. Uh, but in the meantime, you might get pushed into it and yeah, die. Yeah, die, yes. I actually think it worked quite well. It did, did work quite well. So, yeah, I... Yeah, it's it, it's it's weird that it goes from super basic to really involved, convoluted stuff without that middle ground. It, it
2: is really easy to make up your own scenarios, though.
0: Yeah, and they give you they give you they give, they give you that. building blocks to
2: do yeah. that. So for my money, that's just what you should do, unless you're well, going I agree. unless you're going to a tournament with it. Mm. Um, in which case, you should really read up on what the scenarios
0: do but you absolutely should i can't imagine turning up to a tournament and reading that rules pack before i play a game in 10 minutes time
2: no well, as i said like i I looked at one one of the the rules packs before our our last game and i put it down on it like i have no idea what's happening in any of these rounds Mm. because a lot of them was also like oh and the game master will then tell you how this works like okay
0: yeah or we'll call out when this thing is happening yeah yeah uh, they're really cool there's lots of flavour to
2: yes, them yes yes no 100%. don't get me wrong the, the scenarios if you have someone running it for you seems super fun yes. if you're just playing with your mate I would probably simplify it
1: yeah I mean it heads towards the, like, having the, that, the, the good old days of the GM adding into that, yes. that extra level to the war game itself which um, which comes very difficult to do when you're just playing the game with, with a bunch of friends really yeah
2: so cuz yeah the, because who person who wants to sit there who and who, go, who wants that. to be the game master who watches other people play on his regular game night for a couple of hours so he can go like oh by the way this lion is now doing this yeah. I, th-
0: I think what you could do is let's say there's four of you playing two separate games mm. you know one person from one table could set a random timer in their pocket and when it goes off they could tell the other table that it's going you know you, yeah, you, could, yeah, you, you could figure you, out a way to do you, it. Yeah, you, you could, could do things but- it, it then relies on you haven't seen separate games going on. I'm, like, I'm sure there's an app on Android that's like, set a random timer and don't tell me what it is, just have an alarm Yeah,
2: call. Yeah.
0: Um, but
2: I do think that is the weakest point of the rule book.
0: Hmm. I, so when you say, yeah, it, 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 I, when I agree with you that it gives you the tools to create your own scenarios... I feel like what it doesn't do is ease you into that It doesn't
2: give you any guidelines for how you should use them. It just gives you, here's a bunch of building blocks. I'm not going to blindfold you and you need to build a house. And
0: sometimes, not for us, because obviously we've done it, but some people, when they come to a game, they want explicit permission to create their own variations on it. Other people are just like, I don't care about the rule set. I'm never going to show up to a tournament. I just want to do... Whatever I like, and we've decided we've read this, and we decided we just don't like that, so we can do another thing. Yeah. That's fine. But the, mid, the vast middle ground, in my experience, is people who are like, Well, that's not what it says in the rule book.
2: Yeah. yeah. I, I do find that things like scenarios and some of, not with game, like in game mechanics, but some of this stuff before the game and some of the stuff with scenarios and after the game are actually frequently areas where lots of players do different things than the rulebook explicitly tell you. Hmm. And that applies to almost every game. Like You'll find that the start sequence in any game, almost no one does it correctly because everyone has a way Oh, we just do this. And if you actually looked in the rulebook, that would be a sequence for what you're supposed to do.
0: No one does that. How many games in the deployments thing goes, okay, roll off. Okay, one of you places some train, the other one does it, the other one does it. Okay, now roll off again. Pick a table edge. Like the the classic thing with a tournament is like get to your table first, <laughs> pick your table edge and sit down. Because when you get to that point, unless the person, unless you're right up at top tables, someone's going to be like, Well, I'm this side of this table. Yeah. It's at least a like 20 foot walk to the other end of the table so I can walk round to the and walk 20 feet back. Yeah. I cannot be asked. I'm playing six game, or four games today. Yeah. Let's just get on with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but even, even in a ball game night,
1: we actually sit on a, a game night when you're sitting down sit down at the table you just plonk a load of stuff on the table right I'm going to sit here
0: I can't be bothered to yeah.
1: unless you're playing on a small board like sometimes you can just spin it yeah, you can spin, spin it around. the
0: board but even then half the gets up there like, like, my models time. are here my cards are here my dice are here my beer is here I don't want to move all of this yes yeah. Yeah, yeah, spinning a table in Bushido is pretty straightforward because it's a 24 foot 24 inch yeah uh, Yeah. 24 uh, yeah. <laughs> foot but, but,
2: wow but, but, but even <laughs> then fun. you generally look at it and you go like oh, seems
1: fine yeah but I mean, also, I mean, we're lucky with our group of gamers Yes. That when you, we lay out a board, we generally go and lay out a board that's pretty balanced all the way around or it's thematically on the way around on it.
0: Yeah, I think, I mean...
2: I, I'm actually quite in favour of not doing super balanced boards because there should be a... Oh, it's sh- there should actually be a reason to why you want, might want to pick stuff.
0: I had a friend who uh, introduced me to uh, War Machine... Vish and mm. he um, every board he set up the terrain was completely rotationally symmetrical that's awful well I think yes once you get to know the game but to do intros yeah uh, I, I think it makes some sense because then you're like you're you're taking that that
2: so they are, they are, analysis paralysis they, away from the newbie they are running th- yes that's true but the running thing about War Machine is that because the deployment zones are different based on if you're going first or second it will not be symmetrical
0: Okay, well, I don't remember that. This is the pr- this is earlier <laughs> yeah, yeah. War Machine, so but, I don't. Yeah,
2: know. no, the second player have a <laughs> have a longer deployment zone than the first player. Okay, that's yeah. That,
0: I I think I got in on Prime, which would be what second edition.
2: No, uh, sort of. Yeah, Prime is the first book, so you probably did Prime Remix. Okay, what's it on now? Uh, <laughs> so it depends on how you want to count it. Okay, well I don't. Um But no,
1: I started it when with the very, very first edition they yeah. they released. So
0: it's sort of three point five? I get I got on um, Hordes, but I don't know what if that was the first Hordes or not. So it it would be. Yeah, okay. Um anyway, anyway. I'm, and
2: and yeah, it's sort of irrelevant. Oh, it turns out we had a massively irrelevant digression that
0: I tell you what, that was a short digression for us. So.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't say it was long, just that it was completely irrelevant to everything we just <laughs> talked about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's. Um, it, I really like it. Um, it does quite a lot of unique things.
0: I Yeah, as far as game mechanics go, it's, it's really high up there for me. It, yeah. it just is so unique. What I will say is, like, on the surface of it, it seems very straightforward but then you get into the reactions and I get some serious analysis paralysis. Yes. I still love it, but sometimes I sit there just going... Ugh. I can imagine it's pretty quick to play if once you get like some repetition, once yes. you get that like, practice in.
2: Well, I mean, this is one of the classical problems we have is that we play too many games to yeah. get a lot of practice with any given thing. And yeah. then when we come back to something, we go like well this is what I did last time let me do something completely different so I have no idea what's happening
0: (laughs) yeah like our twice annually Rotha Kings game yeah Yeah. Uh, yes we've talked about how it's nice that the meta doesn't move yes and what I will say about this is the meta doesn't move fast
2: no No. and especially
0: in our meta our meta is like well we've got to order it from the you know across the Pacific so what are we gonna Atlantic Atlantic hey look depends which way you go (laughs) I'd like to go the long way right? that is true um um, yes yeah but to be specific um, it's good yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's
1: really fun it's refreshing whenever you get down to sit down to play it again it's refreshing and, and from I, any other game and I do it.
2: think it, it works quite well as a secondary game yeah the, yeah. the, the not, knowledge load is not so big that you need to play it often to have a good game
0: I think you could legitimately knock out three three game in half an hour if you had a bit of practice yeah I think, it definitely you think can. can could go that quickly. It, it can be yeah. very
2: fast and like models have a couple of special rules you need, mm-hmm. really need to know. And then maybe one or two more things that, oh, you need to reference the card, but it was something like this. But because you only got six models, it's not a problem. Even no. if you're,
1: even if you're not that okay with what all of them out are. and I mean, well, I'm, I'm terrible with it because I, I, I play so many different games. Yeah, exactly. But I'm always going, oh, what's that one again? But because you've only got six models, it's not and, a problem. Yeah, it's really quick. Cool and, 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 and that's a big game. Yeah. Like, you can easily do three or four. And actually, to be honest, the descriptions on the back, they are I mean, some of the most complicated ones are about three lines. It's not like it's massive paragraphs yeah. and mm. paragraphs of, of rule text, which I've seen in other cards. I, th- I think one thing games. we haven't
0: really talked about uh, around the abilities is there are very few like, explicit synergies. Yeah. There are certainly things which combo well together, but I, I, I wouldn't go quite so far generally as calling them synergies. Yeah, I mean, yeah. One, of,
2: one of the most explicit ones is my ones, where it's like, well, if you push an enemy model into me, you get two successes instead of one, which is very explicit about how yeah. well, this just does this for you.
1: But the, but at the same stage, there's lots of models that they be pushing. So you can yeah. quite easily go and take some another faction's model and add it into yours just to get that extra push. Yes. To. So.
2: Yeah, but it's more that this is, the, that's a special rule to sort of explicitly tell yeah. you, here's what I will do for you in combination with a different model. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them are like, oh, if I put it together like this.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's certainly some models where I would be always inclined to take them together or often inclined but again I, I, it's not a very synergistic game but there's definitely combos in there it's, I, it's, I, I mean, I don't know if it, I mean
2: it, it is and it isn't because you do need to make sure that your, your stuff works together but it's not like I've built this combo of four models that all need to do a thing and when you do the thing this amazing well, thing goes off. you don't have
0: the war machine activation order problem. No. You don't you don't create your it's not like it's not magic room, the gathering day the gold machine where you're three. like well okay yeah.
2: I'll do this 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 and this and oh look I've now triggered this and well, it- I think
0: actually like like Bushido like you, you, mm. In Bushido, you might have a plan, but your opponent always has an opportunity to mess with that because yes. you can't just keep doing your thing. And the same is true... You might, because this is Igo, you go, hit you in the face with being yeah. anchor, for instance. Indeed, fuck off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Bloody Minuto. No, it's not a Bushido podcast. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I'm sort of loath to just go rambling on about it. Uh, I reckon people should check it out.
1: One of the nice things is that uh, on their store page, every single model up there has a stats card. Yes, yes. So, so all the rules are available
0: bit. for free. Yeah, you can download the rulebook, you can download all the scenario packs that they've done. You can get all the cards, so yeah. you can make some standees. Yes. Give it a try. T-
2: trying it out is um, super low investment because yeah. you can just go and do it. This is what yeah. I
0: actually did with for all. I, I put together a bunch of standees. Uh, they're actually most of them were from the Kickstarter playtest standees. Yeah, there were a couple that I made myself from the store. And I'd always... Well, I'm a sculptor and I pay my mortgage by sculpting, so I would always encourage people to go and buy the miniatures. Yeah, Oh, definitely. Um, they are gorgeous models. Yeah, the they are very pretty. They are out. brilliant. Um, I think standard is a really a ste- good way ste- to go. Yeah.
2: yeah. Or, just, or just... Proxy. Yeah, proxies. Proxy. I'm, I'm fine with proxy to try out stuff. Yeah. Um Probably don't keep doing it, if nothing else, <laughs> because it, it potentially gets confusing. But, yeah, definitely try it out. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's six models it's not that bad. To, trying, to, to other... trying it
2: out, I would actually just do three or four.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm saying yeah. getting a faction and playing the game compared to other games, the six models, all right, they're expensive, but it's not. Yeah. Insurmountable I mean, I was, just, I was just looking and I got to say, I enjoyed painting these models so much that I really put in, so much more effort in mm. painting my ones than yeah. I do
0: in many other games. I, I think the Native American that I painted on foot, whose name I'm not going to get straight off the top of my head, I think he's probably one of my best painted miniatures. And I, I just loved every, every minute of it. Um, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was just looking at the, the Legion 13, and I think if you wanted to buy everything, it's like $130.
0: Everything from the faction? Or mm. everything for your list? It- no, every model in the faction. Oh, really? Okay.
2: There's one missing off that list.
1: Oh,
0: That's so. a smaller faction then, I guess. Yeah. Oh, because you've got the starter the set The starter set there. has that's three. That's got three models. is it? Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, okay.
1: And that is a nice thing with the starter set as well. It gives you the dice. You also can't get the rules. models separately. Do
0: you get the dice with the starter set? You didn't think you did? I don't think you... S- I thought you got some dice with it. Let's have a look. I have it right here, so... I don't think you do. We uh, oh, it might have been because w-
1: I think when I first started getting into it, they did include some dice for the starter sets. Oh, okay.
2: No, you get
0: some art cards, you get the game cards, you get bases. You get yeah, the rule books. I really like that they include art cards. The yeah. format of them has changed since I first got into it because everything used to just turn up in a baggie with a nice big art card. Yeah. The art cards are now slightly smaller, but they fit into the blister packs mm, that they yes. now use. <clears throat> but the art is is really nice. Uh, Everything around the production of it is really good. I understand it's a really small team doing it. There's no full-time sculptors or anything like that. But it is really nice. Yeah. Uh, Take a look. Definitely. Um, Right, so we're either going to take a break, but I think it's most likely that we are going to stop for tonight and maybe record something else another time. So... um, I, th- I think that that's probably accurate. I mean, it is 11 o'clock so uh, <laughs> I, I was up until like past midnight talking politics with someone last night so uh, thanks for joining us um, and we will talk at you again soon yeah cheers for joining us Paul yeah thank you very much yeah thank it's you. been good awesome. yeah good
1: you, mate. cheers Bye-bye. bye 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 so,
2: find Robot Dice Explosion at robotdiceexplosion.com at RDE underscore podcast at Twitter and Robot Dice Clotion on Facebook.